You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Roxanne Solonen, your co-host, along with... Aaron Bosch. Hello again, everybody. We are enjoying our morning so far and are pleased to have on with us this morning the artist of the Mother of Light artwork, Life artwork, which um, most Catholics, a lot of Catholics, I think, are familiar with this. In fact, I have, I have a little confession to make. Um, before I knew that Nellie was from North Dakota, uh, I knew of her work, and I, I, I didn't have any idea where she was from, and then a mutual friend introduced us, and I was pleased to find out that she was from our very own state, um, even though I know she has some other places that she's lived. But anyway, uh, Nellie, welcome to Real Presence Radio. How are you doing? Well, thank you. I'm so blessed to be with you today. I want to hear a little bit about your background, even though, though I know some of it, but I, uh, one thing that some people might not know is that you're no longer in Minot. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey to Bismarck? <laughs> well, that's, um, that's one of those divine nudges. I uh, was, was up in Bismarck for a uh, graduation uh, on a Friday, and then my intent was to head back to Minot um, Saturday early morning, and uh, there was a sort of a family crisis happening, and I wanted to get to my parish and pray. Well, I kept getting a nudge as I'm heading out towards Minot that I have to go to the cathedral. And um, I'm like, no, I want to go to my St. Leo's, which is my parish. And I, I love that parish. It's really beautiful. And I, I just, that's my home parish. So I didn't, I ignored this this idea and then it just kept coming so I finally decided I'd better go and this is where I meet my future husband we are just getting ready to celebrate our first anniversary on May 13th Our Lady of Fatima Feast Day. That's so beautiful now I know you have a a load of children who are all grown up now tell us a little bit about your family. Oh my that would take the whole interview here (laughs) just a little bit uh, bless my my dear late husband and I had uh, nine children, eight living, one with the Lord, uh, 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 stillborn, um, and um, we we just are very close proximity. The only one that got away is my daughter who lives in D.C. area. She's working for the Department of Defense, so. <laughs> So, so everybody's within reach here, and I'm very grateful. They're they're all doing very well. And you have a lot of, I love what you call your grandchildren, grand blessings. Isn't that what you call them? My little grand blessings. I have 30 now. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. (laughs) Starting from two. See what happens? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exponential growth. Well, we want to... And and let me me share one thing with you guys. The, uh, the the amazing grace that, that is just so incredible. As I I read Humana Vitae as the newlywed, um, and this is this we knew was was uh, a beautiful truth, and we we totally were all in for that. So natural family planning, our children. It ends up okay, and I have a great devotion to John Paul II, and I'll mention him later maybe because he's I think he's relevant to the artwork story, but. Um, I uh, I just can't get over the fact that that our children are all spaced two to three years apart, roughly speaking, um, and 
and no two on the same birthday month, except the oldest and the youngest. And they share the very same birthday, which ends up to be the feast day of St. John Paul II. Wow. All <laughs> so those God I, incidences. I'm amazed by that because, you know, I went on to do some public speaking, which I never intended. And, uh, and a lot of these were civic events. And I, and I would share that, you know, except for the, you know, at that time I was not, uh, John Paul had not been uh, canonized yet, but, but I, you know, I would reference that uh, reality that the kids are so, so well-spaced and, and what have you. And then I would, I would always add, and all with no artificial ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, so, you know, to plant the seed there, and that's what I like to do. I love to evangelize and share the faith. Absolutely. And and your your artwork that is the most famous, the, the mother of life, um, really you're witnessing to that life right there. But tell us a little bit about your art and also especially how this particular piece came to be. I know you have a lot of beautiful uh, art, and I have some of it in my living room, but um, tell us specifically about just... Well, this piece, and then also how it how you became an artist. Like, what was the trajectory? Again, in a nutshell. Okay, so I had no uh, fine art training. Um, we discerned to um, to move from Washington State to North Dakota in '96, and we started a. I you know had a a hobby that we turned into a family business, uh, casted gift products. Uh, which we ended up selling wholesale all over the country. We had over 200 specialty shops, mostly in tourist uh, in, in tourist destinations, and um, so we were doing very well with that. And and I, um, it, it, it's quite a story because um, at one point I discerned that God was asking something of me that I knew was going to mean our income was going to take a big dive, and and but I obeyed. And out of that, I believe, came the grace to uh, have this sudden ability uh, to to do this fine art, sacred art, beginning with Blessed Kateri Tekakwitha, which, of course, at the time, I'm, <laughs> I waved off the idea because I knew I didn't have the talent, number one, but I also didn't know much about her and why am I getting this idea, and I kept waving it off and it kept coming back, so... <laughs> I finally thought, well, if this is the Lord, it should be evident. And, and it went on to be requested by the Knights of Columbus for the canonization issue of Columbia Magazine. Yeah, I think that's hanging in our, our diocesan office, actually, or in the chancery. So it's a beautiful depiction oh. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, some, thank you. Someone I so grew I'm, up, I, I was going to say, I grew up at, uh, on a reservation, and, and uh, she was, you know, uh, very special to, to the people on the Lakota Reservation, yeah. too. So, yeah. Oh, praise God. So, I, um, you know, from there, I, I just was praying, what what do you want, Lord? I There's a lot to do with Kateri that happened, you know, becoming friends with the chairman of the Chippewa tribe, and um, just, you know, really amazing graces that came from from that association. But then I, you know, went on to, you know, just pray what God was asking, and there were other other images that came, but, but uh, eventually in 2011, uh, Blessed Kateri, or, I'm sorry, 
um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, people were asking every once in a while, someone would ask, you know, are you going to do a new version of her? And I would always say, uh, no, haven't left her image and it's quite good. So I wasn't, I wasn't going there whatsoever. Um, and, and I was one day had discerned to do Our Lady a new depiction of her. She would be, you know, grieving over an aborted child. I'm, I'm very, very involved in the right to life work, as you are, my dear, which mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for. Um, out in Washington, I did uh, sidewalk counseling in the 80s and um, went to trial twice with my little group, um, both times vindicated with the help of Our Lady and um, allowed to go onto the premises. Uh, not be restrained to the sidewalk. Anyhow, moving to North Dakota, I prayed and said, what am I going to do there in such a real place for the cause of life? And it, it just, um, you know, was one step at a time. I started Mother of Eight Designs, giving it that name so that I could, uh, again, you know, witness to faith and family. And uh, so getting back to Our Lady of Guadalupe, no intention whatsoever. And I'm working about 45 minutes into this new um, image of Our Lady grieving for this unborn child, aborted baby. And suddenly this very strong awareness came that this has to be Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I was truly stunned. I literally looked up and said, Lord, is that you? I, I just, I did not want, I thought it would be very irreverent to to do such a thing. And so I was greatly troubled, and I, I just prayed about it, and, and suddenly that peace came, you know. And I, I looked at what I had already, and I had Our Lady's face turn the side view, and I'm thinking, okay, is this, is this Our Lady of Guadalupe? Um, you know, she could be, she could be uh, kneeling in adoration of her unborn Savior son. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that's what God wanted, and I prayed as I worked, and about nine months it took <laughs> appropriately, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, and 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 along the way, there were some real trials that that occurred in my life, and I realized you know the the reality of the graces that come when we unite our suffering with our Lord. And each time it was like, you know, I could see the work at hand with fresh eyes and it would take this leap of progress. And, and so it's been a real spiritual school for me, really. And, and because prior to that, I, you know, my mom always said, offer it up, you know, I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But, <laughs> you know, as a kid, you don't really appreciate the, the full reality of what happens when we do that. So. Um, I always, I always, when people ask me how I am, I always say, oh, I'm blessed, trials and all. <laughs> Absolutely. We're talking to Nellie Edwards from Bismarck now. She was from Minot previously in Washington before that, pro-life warrior and also uh, an artist who uh, depicts uh, beautiful images, but her most famous, at least at this point, is the Mother of Life artwork. If you're near um, a computer, you can go to paintednet.org and find that image. Right here, it's Painted Faith. Okay, I didn't, okay. That's right, Painted Faith. I have it right here in front of me. .net. Uh, Yes, paintedfaith.net. I apologize. And also you can just Google Mother of Life and you'll find it there as well. Um, 
I, I, I know you had a couple of really important endorsements on that. Do you want to uh, share about that a little bit before we go to our break? Okay. Um, well, uh, after Columbia came out with it, they asked for um, for the cover of Columbia. The Knights did, and um, and then uh, pretty soon Scott Hahn posted it on Facebook on his social media. I don't know where all, but I saw it on Facebook, and I was so amazed by that. <laughs> and um, you know, he's requested to use it for his Advent reflections, and um, I don't know couple of different times he's asked to use it um so and and really promoted you know my website and everything like that so so that's been a blessing i actually got to meet with him and and his wife kimberly uh for dinner when i was in when i was in uh uh, got got an invitation and it was just amazing he has mother of life over his fireplace (laughs) so i was really blessed to see that She's traveled um, and, and further than you have, Nellie. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, when he put it on Facebook, it went around the world. I saw people commenting and sharing by the tens of thousands. Japan, Jerusalem, Germany, you know, all, all over the world. And, and I have had requests from a number of countries for the artwork. But, yeah, it's, it's been an amazing grace. And then Cardinal Burke, I got to meet him at the um, Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine, which he had built in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And we had, <laughs> we were visiting outside, um, and and his personal spokesman came along, and she had invited me to come and for this conference, and I was going to stay with, excuse me, stay with her. And um, so I w- she said, okay, got to get the Cardinal to his residence. And I said, okay. I'll follow you. And she said, oh, no, come with us. Well, the Cardinal's already in the car. And uh, and and I said, I shook my head, you know, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to invade his, his face, you know. So, so I was getting in the car. She says, oh, come on, just get in. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but she's forcing me, right? So, so I'm riding in the car with the Cardinal. And <laughs> wow. he was just... He was very, very um, encouraging about the artwork and that he was grateful for it and how it's helping to build the culture of life. And then I got a, a nice official letter from him when I returned home uh, with, you know, much the same, uh, you know, uh, endorsing it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and wonderful. Yeah. Well, we're going to go. We're going to go for a break now. But on, on the other side, I want to hear a little bit more, even about um, just art and how it can draw people in and 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 be a witness and and, and a, 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 a an instrument of conversion. So we will be right back with more Real Presence Live and Nellie Edwards. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, I remember even during that time, and and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not 
close closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know, so I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course, I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends. You know, you wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I I. I I, I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the sacrament, they had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. UMary.edu. That's UMary.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen with my co-host here. Hello, everyone. It's Aaron Bosch yet again. And we are talking with Nellie Edwards of the famed Mother of Life Art and it has been all over the world. We were kind of talking a little bit about that before the break. Because art is so visual, if you're near a computer uh, or a social uh, engine, <laughs> go to paintedfaith.net and you will see uh, some of the different places that Mother of Life has traveled. She's been well-traveled and well-endorsed. Um, Nellie, we're, started, we're kind of wrapping up some of the places she's gone and, and some of the endorsements you've got for her. What are some other... Uh, experiences you've had as an artist as you put as you put this art out into the world and it took on a life literally of its own um and what was that like for you as it was making its way into the world i i, I can only imagine so share a little bit about that experience yeah well i i tried not to assume too much i, I really prayed earnestly that the lord would just open the doors that he wanted open and 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 so it was it was just everything was such a surprise as, as these requests came for, you know, the first Kateri and, and then eventually Mother of Life. Has been on innumerable publications, uh, diocesan as well as, you know, um, in fact, coming up in August. If I can plug, this is the Catholic uh, Midwest Catholic Family Conference, which is August eight. Uh, uh, sorry, August 4th through the 6th in Wichita, Kansas. If anybody's close enough to that, they've been doing this for many years now. 23rd annual it is. And they requested Mother of Life for the cover of their program. And that's what I, I get a lot of that. <laughs> and that's, that's lovely. I, 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 I don't mind that a bit. Um, and then uh, just books 
you know, the request from our Sunday visitor and Sophia Press and um, Father Don Calloway. A lot of people know him. He called me one morning early and asked if I would do Our Lady Knighting St. Dominic for his Champions of the Rosary books. He said that he got the idea at four in the morning, and I said, well, Father, thank you for not calling me at four in the morning. But at any rate, it's just been so many things. Billboards that went up by the dozens uh, around the last president's, let's see, that was the first time that President Trump, no, 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 I'm sorry, it was the last presidential election. There's a group, a Catholic men's group, that put up 40-some billboards around the country at Mother of Life. Um, and I just um, continue to, to try to be available to what the Lord is asking. Again, my, my favorite thing in the world, besides my kids and my art, uh, is, is, and my dear husband, <laughs> is, is my, my personal apostolate of evangelizing. And, of course, I, I do use the artwork primarily um, always starting with Mother of Life, and, you know, I will ask, I will ask, um, especially, you know, non-Catholics, of course, what what do you think she's doing? And they look at, at sort of like blank, they're not sure what to say, and I'll tell them, well, she is in all-out worship of her mm-hmm. unborn Savior son. Mm-hmm. She knows her place. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and and just I, one of the, it is very calming and beautiful, and her focus is on her, on her belly and her womb, and it's and it's, it's glowing, you know, and it, <laughs> right, the, the light of the world, huh? Yeah, and you don't, you, yeah. I mean, you see depictions of pregnancy and and, and even her pregnant, but but there, there's a different stance with this one, and and it's uh, it's just it's captivating, and um. And it's just amazing what, what it has done. Um, what are some other works of art that, that you're especially proud of? I know you've done ornaments and, and all kinds of different things, and people can purchase those um, through you on paintedfaith.net. But what are some of the other things either that you've done or that you're working on? I know that during the break we talked about this initial uh, work that you wanted to do that ended up transitioning into Mother of Life but that you still yeah. were kind of hoping maybe to circle back to that original idea. Yeah. Um, where, where is that at? Well, it's, um, it's really in my heart right now. <laughs> and and I, I do believe that I need to probably start on that in, in, in you know, a short period of time going forward um, uh, because I do believe that it, it will be very evocative and help people to realize the incredible you know, tragedy of abortion. Um, that's a, I have at least six images now: light of life, prayer for life, um, different different depictions of our Lord in utero. In Our Lady's womb, there's one called the Word Made Flesh, and 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 then there's a very cosmic one, which is called Zygote of Christ, and that came about in a very incredible way when when my husband was dying this it just shows you divine intervention you know my my husband was dying he was in icu the doctor said there was nothing they could do i i didn't know if i could believe that you know i was very troubled i pray i ask our lady's help i pray the rosary 
soon as I'm done with the rosary, I go over and I turn on the TV, which is not like me. I don't have TV. I don't want TV. <laughs> so for me to turn that on was very typical. And as soon as the set came on, there was Janet Bangavik on the Women of Grace program, EWCN. And she had three women on her show. And as soon as that set came on, she was asking the question, at what point did you know you had to let your husband go? And I was stunned. And the first woman to answer said, he gave me to know, God gave me to know, she pointed up, he's been on loan to you, I'm calling him home. And Mm -hmm. so I knew that was my message, that was my answer. I could just let go and let God take him home. And so then I got to meet that woman a year later at a Catholic trade show in New Jersey. And I knew I knew her somehow, but I wasn't sure how. On the third day, because she was telling me that, you know, she's been writing about the Incarnation, and she has Father Mitch Packwa's um, uh, support. And and anyhow, I, I on the third day, final day, she said to me, Nellie, you and I ought to go on the John at Bankovic show. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I realized it was her that spoke the words that gave me that direction, that peace about my husband. And and then when she called me three months later and she said, I think you should pray about doing this I go to Christ. I thought, well sure, I'll just get right on that, you know <laughs> the zygote, the single cell of his incarnation. How would you ever do a composition with that? So of course I prayed and the Lord is so gracious. He gave me first Kings Chapter 8, verse 27, I think that's it. It says, the heavens cannot contain the glory of God. And then I thought, yes, the most cosmic event of all time, God becomes man. So that see the story of how these come about. Mm. That's kind of um, just one example. I, I'm always getting, I always want to do what the Lord is, is, you know, whatever His will is, not mine. And so the way that he shows me this is, is just, I'm very grateful. And uh, we're coming up almost to the end of our uh, segment here, but I just wanted to ask real quick, again, you, you've gone over a little bit about plans for future works. Is there anything you wanted to share with us or maybe give people a little bit of uh, info about in this last minute here? Well, okay, I just, um, I really do believe that I'm supposed to do that painting that you mentioned um, that I was starting to do when Mother of Life came to me. And that was the one where she was grieving the uh, aborted child. Yeah, grieving for an aborted child, yes. All right. And then I was, yes. Go to paintedfaith.net if you want to stay in touch with Nellie to find out more about her art. Um, She has a lot of products there and an aspiring story. I love, Nellie, how you listen to God's lead. It's so be- such a beautiful witness. So thank you for being with us today and we'll have you back sometime with your husband. Okay? Thank you so very much. <laughs> All right. God bless it. you, Nellie. God bless you. Bye-bye. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live and a book about I Would Like to Travel the World which is about St. Therese. So if you like St. Therese, don't go away. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. <laughs> 